Welcome to episode 20 of the Nomi podcast. We have got something special in store for you. It's completely different to what our episodes are normally like. But before you panic about change, hear me out. If you've been with us before, you know that the Nomi podcast is all about inner exploration, self-awareness, and self-discovery. So for episode 20, we wanted to include your voices. In this unique episode, you'll hear different perspectives on what self-awareness means and how it shows up in our lives. These reflections and ideas come from different people at different points in their journey, just like you. So while you listen, we invite you to reflect on your own learnings and ideas around self-awareness. And hey, don't be afraid to let us know what you think. Of course, in true Nomi fashion, we'll finish up with some applicable exercises to raise your self-awareness. And we couldn't end without a quote from Cynthia. This one is a special episode and is close to our hearts. We are deeply grateful to everyone who joined us in making it possible. In the words of Helen Keller, alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. Whoops, don't tell my mom that I jumped on her quote game. And on that note, let's dive in. Self-awareness to me is a process, sort of never-ending exploration of all of our different parts, the parts that are more hidden and maybe not as fun to be around. They're a little bit darker, scarier, but once you bring them to light, things make more sense. You feel like pieces fall into place and you feel more whole. So it's the dark parts of ourselves and then also all of the other parts, all the other shades the light parts, the medium light parts, all of the parts of ourself that that make up who we are, how we relate to ourselves, how we relate to other people. So the way that self-awareness shows up in my life, the first word that comes to mind is honesty, is getting honest about what's going on with myself. So let's say I feel like I'm in a situation that's uncomfortable or sticky or I'm frustrated. If I can talk to the part of myself that feels that way or the part, the just the part of myself that feels activated. I can get to know a part of myself that I probably usually shove down or stuff down inside of me because it's uncomfortable. So self-awareness to me is getting to know, getting acquainted with, and accepting all of the different parts of ourselves. To me, self-awareness means being tuned into my own thoughts, feelings, and needs in a given moment and seeing them from a higher vantage point rather than being completely enmeshed with them. I tend to feel most self-aware when I take the time to do practices that ground me in my body and mind, things like meditating, spending time in nature, exercising, and journaling. Hi, Nomi Podcast listeners. This is Milo Miller, guest on episode 18, Unmasking Ourselves. Self-awareness to me is an ongoing process by which I'm scanning my mind, my body, and my soul. Perhaps that's the yogi in me, and that's where I feel most self-aware on my mat, breathing, dropping out of my mind and my to-do list, which are never-ending, <laughs> and into my breath and my body. Let's get real clear, though, on how this shows up. The way self-awareness shows up in my mind is how I'm speaking to myself. Am I engaging in negative self-talk or reinforcing positive affirmations? It also shows up in the ways I interact with others. Is there a desire for me to need to relate to them or a desire to want to be liked 
Or am I simply actively listening to what they have to say? How does self-awareness show up in my body? I mentioned yoga being a wonderful practice for me to, to partake in. It also shows up in ways such as, do I need more sleep? Do I need more water? Do I need rest? Epsom salt bath for the win, y'all. That is sometimes what my body needs. And lastly, self-awareness of my soul. Listening to my gut instincts and trusting them. Letting my intuition guide me, releasing any societal shoulds, any fears, doubts, or worries. And showing up for myself first and foremost so that I can show up as the best version of myself in the world. Self-awareness to me means that other voice in your head that isn't a thought, but it's actually what I like to call God speak. It's that ultra intelligence that comes through more of a feeling than anything else that gives you that deep layer of understanding, which gives me so much awareness. And it shows up in my life especially now that I'm a little older and wiser, I'm just knowing the right time to do something, say something, when not to say something as well. I'm going to just sit back and allow the universe and the energy to flow, and I don't have to put any energy or effort into it. It's easy. Self-awareness is enlightenment and just this underlying level of knowing, knowingness beingness. Self-awareness means to me knowing who I really am. I know by knowing my deepest feelings, core values, and insecurities. I establish my needs and how to take care of myself. I know my whole self with love. I see my strengths, weaknesses, and flaws with unconditional love. Self-awareness gives me the ability to clearly and objectively see myself and everything that makes me for me. Self-awareness shows up in my life, in my relationships, at work, and I practice through journaling, meditation, mindfulness, music, and nature. Self-awareness to me is lifelong learning. Hi, my name is Dave Robinson. To me, self-awareness is the practice of learning who you are. It is the practice of reflecting and expressing. To me, self-awareness shows up in my everyday, in my relationships with my immediate family, with my wife, even with my dog. I see self-awareness as the ability to take feedback from external sources and compare that to how I see myself, how I feel about myself, my perspective. I see self-awareness as a perspective that's easy to become stagnant, to think that this is my perspective and it will always be. But I feel that if you're exploring or leaving room to be self-aware, then you realize that it has to be organic, can't be the same all the time. So even how you're looking at yourself has to change. And for me, that, that means being aware of how I talk to myself on a daily basis, trying to just be mindful of Am I using kind words, same words I'd use to strangers or friends? And also self-awareness helps me confirm or clarify what my motivations are. It requires me to ask questions of myself before acting or even in response to intense emotion. All in all, I'd say self-awareness is a practice. 
Self-awareness. I think if I look back, I've always been quite self-aware, but have sometimes struggled to feel confident in it and express it. I think when I was younger, my awareness would come very much in hindsight, sometimes quietly, along with embarrassment or frustration that I hadn't seen something or handled a situation in the way that I would have preferred to. Whereas nowadays, I check myself as I'm going through a conversation or an event, and I'm much more likely to take a breath and put down the intense feelings that I might have been experiencing to check in with what's really going on. And sometimes it might be as simple as saying, actually, that really hurts. And just letting that almost wash over me like a, a cup of water, which sometimes allows me to acknowledge that because it hurts, I, I don't have to retaliate or express it in terms of anger. I can actually just say out loud, that made me feel really uncomfortable, or those words really hurt me. And, and I feel like I'm being truer to myself. For me, self-awareness manifests through mindfulness and reflection. By practicing mindfulness, I cultivate present moment awareness, allowing me to observe my thoughts and emotions as they arise. This awareness enables me to detach from unhelpful narratives or limiting beliefs that may be holding me back. Through mindfulness, I can better understand my triggers and reactions, enabling me to respond rather than react in challenging situations. Or that's the, that's the hope. Reflection plays a crucial role in my self-awareness journey. Regularly setting aside time for introspection helps me to explore my values, motivations, and aspirations. It allows me to identify patterns and recurring themes in my life, such as self-doubt or fear of failure. Through reflection, I gain insights into the underlying causes of these patterns, empowering me to break free of them. Happy 20 episodes. I was excited to sort of ponder this question about what self-awareness means to me and how it shows up. I thought I would have an answer pretty quickly considering it's one of my top values, but turns out it actually took me a little bit to land on my answer. So here it is. Self-awareness means having as much of a full understanding as possible of my mind, my heart, my body, my soul. It means understanding as much as I can the journey that each one of those parts has been on so far, and then also sort of understanding where each one of those parts is longing to go. It also means constantly checking in and seeing what part of me needs in any given moment and listening to myself and the things my body is trying to tell me. I think self-awareness also encompasses knowing sort of the not so enjoyable sides of ourselves too. So being aware of our limiting beliefs, our maladaptive coping mechanisms that we pop into every now and again, just to kind of have the best lay of the land of ourselves that we possibly can, I think is what self-awareness boils down to. It's a never ending project. I don't think we will ever be like fully self-aware, but I've at least found in my experience that the more self-awareness I have, the more authentically I can show up in the world because I am making more informed choices about the circumstances that I'm putting myself in. I'm not letting things like fear drive my car. 
It allows me to sort of interact with every other living thing in this world from a more whole standpoint versus just sort of letting one part of me rule my decisions. For me, it's hard work, but I think it is also really rewarding. And sometimes you discover things that you didn't realize about yourself and it's pretty awesome. So yay, know me, yay, 20 episodes, yay, self-awareness. Hi, it's Cynthia here, and I just have a few thoughts about self-awareness that I thought I would pop in. Self-awareness is like being the driver of your own car on the road of life. It's like having a GPS system for your thoughts and emotions, except it doesn't just say recalculating when you make the wrong turn. It helps you understand why you made that wrong turn in the first place. Having self-awareness is like having functioning sensors in your car. It enables you to detect blind spots and potential obstacles such as your own biases, limiting beliefs, or destructive patterns. Just as sensors alert the driver to potential dangers, self-awareness prompts you to examine your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, helping you to recognize and address areas where personal growth is needed. It's like having a little voice in your head saying, hey, buddy, let's not cut people off in our rush to success. We're all in the traffic jam together. And just like a good driver checks their blind spots, self-awareness helps you spot those pesky blind spots in your own behavior. You know, those moments when you accidentally make a sarcastic comment that you thought was hilarious, but everyone else just looks at you like you've grown a second head. Self-awareness saves you from those cringeworthy moments and keeps your social interactions smooth and accident-free. But self-awareness isn't just about avoiding traffic tickets and awkward encounters. It's about knowing where you're headed. It's like having a destination in mind and adjusting your course along the way. Maybe you started out wanting to be a doctor, but self-awareness shows you that your true passion lies in becoming a circus clown. Embrace the big red nose, my friend. Like a responsible driver who periodically checks their rear view and side mirrors, self-awareness prompts you to reflect on your past experiences. It allows you to learn from your mistakes, celebrate your accomplishments, and gain insights into your own strengths and weaknesses. By regularly checking your mirrors of self-awareness, you ensure that you're continually growing and evolving as an individual. Hello, it's Madeline again. And how could I possibly top that metaphor? Cynthia is a metaphor queen, folks. But I'll share my thoughts ever so briefly. To me, self-awareness is the building block of authentic living. In order to be true, authentic, or whatever you want to call it, we first have to figure out who we are. I know, I know, sounds like a lofty task. But that's why the best moments for raising our self-awareness come from the little reflections and experiences every single day. Self-awareness is just that. Being aware of self being present to self, and eventually, hopefully, falling in love with self. If the thoughts here today inspired you, we'd like to invite you to try out some of the exercises we pulled together to help you raise your own self-awareness. Mom, take it away. Here are three exercises you can try to increase your self-awareness. The first one is called mindful observation. So setting aside a few minutes each day to practice mindful observation by finding a quiet space, sitting comfortably, bringing your attention to the present moment. Observe your thoughts, your emotions, and bodily sensations without judgment or attachment. Just simply notice. Notice any patterns, triggers, or recurring themes that arise. This exercise can help you develop a non-reactive awareness of your inner experiences, promoting a deeper understanding of yourself. 
I suggest doing it several times a day. Journaling. Regular journaling can be a powerful tool for self-reflection and self-awareness. So here are five questions that you can ask yourself to gain more self-awareness. What are my core values and beliefs? How do my emotions influence my actions and decisions? What are my strengths and weaknesses? What are you naturally good at? Where do you face these challenges? How do I respond to stress and adversity? Finally, am I living in alignment with my authentic self? Writing allows us to access deeper insights, uncovering patterns and gaining clarity into our inner world. Feedback and reflection. Seeking feedback from trusted individuals in our life, such as close friends, family members, or mentors, asking them for their honest insights about our strengths, our challenges, and our blind spots, reflecting on their feedback and being open to different perspectives and considering how their observations aligned with our self-perceptions is a powerful tool. This exercise really can provide valuable outside perspectives and help us uncover aspects of ourselves that we might not have been aware of. Self-awareness can be like tending to a flourishing garden. In the garden of self-awareness, we become conscious observers of our thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, much like a gardener who carefully observes the needs of each plant. We take the time to understand the unique qualities and patterns that shape our inner world, just as a gardener studies in the characteristics of different plant species. Through self-reflection, we dig deep into the soil of our own being, unearthing the roots of our beliefs, values, and desires. We remove the weeds of self-doubt, fear, and limiting beliefs, allowing our true potential to flourish. Like a gardener who provides nourishment to the soil, we nourish ourselves with self-care, self-compassion, and self-love. We ensure that our garden is fed with positive thoughts, empowering beliefs, and the actions aligned with our values. We understand the importance of taking time to rest, recharge, and cultivate a supportive environment that fosters our growth. In the Garden of Self-Awareness, we also embrace the changing seasons of life. We recognize that growth, setbacks, and transformations are natural parts of our journey. We adapt and adjust, just as gardeners adjust their approach according to the changing weather and seasons. We understand the challenges and obstacles can provide valuable opportunities for learning and resilience. Ultimately, self-awareness allows us to create a harmonious and vibrant garden within ourselves. It enables us to cultivate a sense of inner peace, authenticity, and purpose. And by tending to our inner garden, we create a fertile ground for personal growth, connection with others, and a life that blooms with fulfillment and meaning. Honestly, mom, I do not know how you turn metaphors out like it's your job except that it kind of is your job. <laughs> and of course, it would not be a Nomi podcast without a Cynthia quote or five Cynthia quotes. So here we go. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Aristotle. The greatest journey is the journey inward. Eckhart Tolle. The better you know yourself, the better your relationship with the rest of the world. Tony Collette. Self-awareness is the key to unlocking your true potential. Oprah Winfrey. Self-awareness is the foundation of emotional intelligence and authentic connection, Brene Brown. Self-awareness is a starting point of personal growth and lasting change, Gary Zukov. Thanks for hanging with us for another episode. 
We were so excited to bring this together and include all of your voices in this wonderful celebration of 20 episodes of Nomi. And of course, we would love to hear back from you. Did you like this style? Do you want more of this? Is there a topic you want to explore? You can always reach out to us at nomi.coach forward slash podcast where you can submit topics, listen to past episodes, and just get in touch about anything you need. As always, we are incredibly honored to be a part of your self-discovery and self-awareness journey. And the most meaningful thing that you can do to support our mission to provide more mental health support is to forward this episode to someone that would find it interesting. Together, we can create a positive ripple effect of support and mental health awareness. Thanks for being a part of our journey. And until next time, be well.